Hello and welcome back to an exciting episode of Check With Tech, your guide to all things tech. I'm your host, Yassine Azam, and I'm sorry that I had to do this. I'm sorry that I had to do a part two of this episode, but I don't want my episodes to be that long. I mean, part one is around 26 minutes long. Can you believe it? But anyways, um, okay, what else do we have? Intel, yes, we're not done with Intel, may have confirmed the existence of Thunderbolt 4. Okay, so, first of all, what is Thunderbolt? Where, well, it's, kind, it's a port that is faster than most uh, ports today. So, Thunderbolt 3 is the most advanced right now. And it uses USB-C and uh, has speeds for up to 40 gig- uh, gigabits per second. Yeah, it's that fast. So during Intel's uh, showcase, they teased the existence of Thunderbolt 4, which uh, says is four times faster than USB 3.2 Generation 2. Okay, but here's the weird thing. USB 3.2 has speed of 10 gigabits per second. So 4 times 10, I don't know if you can do the math, and to get 40, which is exactly the same as Thunderbolt 3. So theoretically, it would be exactly the same as Thunderbolt 3. So Thunderbolt 4 doesn't have to exist yet. But that's all we know. And I'm not sure if this is actually what's going to happen when Thunderbolt 4 uh, will become uh, used everywhere. So I'm curious, but huh, okay. Now, Samsung had a pretty incredible CES showcase. They announced just so many things. So that's why I, I dedicated most of this episode to this. Okay, to start, uh, let's look at the surprise releases of the the S10 Lite and the kind of expected the Note 10 Lite. Okay, so what do both of them have? Both of them have a 6.7 inch uh, Full HD Plus AMOLED display with a punch hole cutout on the center, kind of like the, uh, the Note 10. And that selfie camera is 32 megapixels. Both of them have a 4500 mAh battery, 128 gigs of storage, and 6 or 8 gigs of RAM. Uh, and they are the first Samsung phones to come with a One UI 2 based of Android 10 out of the box. So this is very exciting so far. I mean, this is the first Samsung with Android 10 out of the box, you don't have to wait that long, but it, it took some time for them to do that, but okay. Um, for some reason, uh, both of those phones have different uh, camera uh, setups, but okay. But both of them have three cameras on the back, but they are different. Okay, so the S10 Lite has 48 megapixel uh, regular camera with super steady OIS and a 5-megapixel macro camera, and a 12-megapixel ultra-wide camera. The Note 10 Lite has three 12-megapixel sensors, 
One is the regular uh, f1.7 with dual pixel autofocus, and the others are telephoto and ultra wide. Regular. Okay, and also the chipset is different. On the S10 Lite, you have the uh, Snapdragon 855, and the Note 10 Lite has the Exynos uh, 9810. And I mean, both of them are almost equal in performance, but um, there is a problem with the, with the Exynos chip and the battery. I mean, I have an Exynos variant of the S9 and it doesn't last very long compared to the Snapdragon one. But of course, the Note 10 Lite wouldn't exist without the S Pen. It's exactly the same as the Note 10, to cut it short. Um, so that's it. That's all I can tell you. But how does it look? Well, it's the Note 10 Lite is almost exactly the same as I talked about uh, a couple of episodes ago. But the S10 Lite is almost the same. That's it. So, okay, let's just move on quickly. Okay, so we finished with phones. Let's now go to laptops. We know the Galaxy Book Flex, the Galaxy Book Ion, the Galaxy Book Flex Alpha, but now they just announced the new Galaxy Chromebook, which runs on Chrome OS, if you didn't know that. It's thin, 0.38 inches thin, to be precise. It has a 13.3 inch 4K AMOLED touchscreen display, and almost no bezels except on the bottom and uh, uh, the top. It does have HDR400 certification, 10th gen Intel Core i5 CPU, and maybe Intel Core i7 in the future, Wi-Fi 6, micro SD card slot, fingerprint reader, 6 gigs of RAM, 1 terabyte of SSD storage, a built-in stylus, it's the Galaxy Book Flex all over again, it's a 2-in-1 laptop, it comes in two colors, Fiesta Red, and mercury gray okay so what can i tell you about these laptops well it's a regular laptop as i said again it's really thin the screens look absolutely gorgeous fiesta red is the best red color on a laptop i have ever seen mercury gray is a little bit too light for me i would have liked it a little bit darker but fiesta red it's it's bright and in your face, except of course for the bezels because they're black. Okay, and that's almost all they have. And it's going on sale sometime in the first quarter of 2020 and it cost a thousand dollars. A thousand dollars, yes. From laptops to TVs. So, um, Samsung has a handful of new TVs to show. One of them is an 8K TV with absolutely no bezels at all. It's called the Q950 QLED TV, and it has a 65-inch, 75-inch, 82-inch, and a 98-inch variable. And what can I say? Imagine just screen, no bezels. This is that TV. Of course, with 8K surround sound, um, and basically everything that Samsung has to offer. And of course, let's not forget 
phone mirroring. Uh, okay, yeah, some people do like to mirror uh, their phone on the TV. So that's why uh, Samsung made the C-Rope, which is a 43-inch uh, TV that can rotate to either horizontal or vert vertical orientation to suit your needs. So if you want to watch some Instagram stories or TikToks, you could do that without having those spaces uh, on the screens. And how do you control the orientation? Well, you just have to flip your phone. It's connected. And let's get to the wall. Yes, it's a 292-inch behemoth. That alone, without knowing any other spec of this TV, is almost mind-blowing. I don't think there is a wall that is 292 uh, inches diagonally. But, of course, this won't go on sale because... Come on. Come on. But it's not exactly not getting sold. There, there are luxury versions of it and of course hundreds of thousands of dollars of course what do you expect okay and if you want 8k you can go up to a 150 inch version but overall 292 over 24 feet or 7.4 meters just too much and it's micro uh, micro led it's it's almost revolutionary. It's so big that I doubt that it can that any wall could withstand it. And of course it will take up to 9000 watts of power. Yeah, so technically you either way you you get uh, you get poor, you waste money on nothing. You install it, you get poor. You Use it for just a second, your electricity bill is going to be really high. Okay, so that's it with TVs. Let's now go on to the weird stuff, as I like to call it. First up, neon. What is neon? Well, it's an AI assistant, kind of like, you know, Bixby, Google Assistant, Siri, but now as a digital avatar. But of course, it's not fully ready for that kind of stuff. I mean, okay, look, here's how it works. You customize an avatar. You can interact with it. It can do things for you. It can apparently show emotions and intelligence. That's what Samsung uh, says. And they can respond with latency of less than a few milliseconds. And they should also protect your privacy. Okay, I am not so sure about that. The final product, of course, isn't ready yet. I mean, all, uh, they hesitated a little bit and uh, tried their best to finish it before CES. But uh, just the, the current version that we tested uh, like doesn't show any emotion at all. It's... It's positioning and and posture is just way too robotic, not human at all. But of course, I have faith that Samsung 
can do it. I hope they will do it because it sounds too good to be true and I hope it really is true. So for now, all we have is just a few um, tests that didn't exactly succeed. We were just way too overhyped that we forgot to realize reality. But uh, yeah, Gate Enhancing and Motivating System, or GEMS for short, is Samsung's next attempt at fitness for now. What is it? Well, imagine Google Glasses, you know those old AR glasses? Yeah, but now make them like extremely uh, thick and wide. And boom, you have Samsung AR glasses and add an exoskeleton around your waist and your thighs and bada bing, bada boom, you have the gem. What is it for now? It's only for fitness tracking and there's like a virtual fitness instructor when you actually test it. And of course, it kind of reminds me of Ring Fit Adventure, you know that silly game on the Switch. Okay. CES and especially Samsung is known for weird gadgets and Samsung could afford that weird gadget so why not? I mean that's all we have about the, the gems but now let's go to Bali, my favorite pet. What is or who is Bali? Well it's a robot shaped as a ball, follows you around the house, acts as um, a remote to control all of your smart home devices and is also a smart speaker at the same time. So it records everything, it's kind of like a security camera and it can stream it to your phone. And uh, as I said before, it can control smart home devices. Samsung called it a personal uh, life companion. It has facial recognition and it can track your motion. It can adjust to your pace. So when it's following you and you're going faster, it also can go faster. And it can understand body language and some of its motions. Okay. So this is true. I mean, of course, it's not exactly alive yet. It's not fully functional. But if this exists, it might be actually better than Neon because it's small, it's cute, it's colorful, and who doesn't want that? But that's all we have. It's, it's a robotic ball that apparently can control your smart home devices uh, and can act as a pet, a security camera, and a smart speaker at the same time. So, yeah. Okay, now let's move to the last thing that Samsung uh, announced in, in CES 2020 because we still have a few things that wasn't involved in 2020, but overall this is the last thing that we're going to talk about in 2020. The portable SSD T7 Touch is um, a hard drive or SSD as you like to call it, I don't, I don't know. Um, it's based on USB. Uh, 3.2 Gen 2, of course, I mean, it's very fast. And for you to actually uh, read and write what's inside, you have to 
it has to read your fingerprint with its built-in fingerprint sensor. So yeah, fingerprint sensors are not only in just phones, tablets, um, laptops, um, government bases any, uh, or anymore. It's now on portable SSD drives. Okay, um, of course there isn't a lot to talk about because it's just an SSD. It's not really the best. Um, I would have liked it if, it if it was Thunderbolt 3, so it can be four times faster than USB 3.2 Gen 2, as we talked about a little while back. And okay, so Dr. Mike uh, Mang, um, who is the vice president of a brand product biz team at Samsung Electronics said that consumers who are constantly on the go between work, play, and passion projects want to be able to securely carry their content with them. Now their data is secure thanks to the fingerprint recognition functionality incorporated into the product, which delivers industry-leading transfer speeds in a compact form factor. So the only question I have is, does it work with every device that it connects to you? Uh, I mean that I mean sometimes um, you can put a regular uh, uh, SSD and it will just open up like that. You don't need anything to do. So I'm curious as to how the fingerprint reader will block that. But it's a very good idea, and it's very minimalistic as far as the design goes only in black and white and the fingerprint reader is surrounded by a kind of light blue LED strip that surrounds the fingerprint reader. But uh, yeah, so as far as I can say, Samsung had a pretty good CES for this year. And now we can finally close the book and, and talk about something else. Okay, so Samsung is known for their secret uh, meetings with partners and carriers uh, so they can agree on their products. So DJ Co um, revealed the name of the Galaxy Fold 2, which is, drumroll please, the Samsung Galaxy Bloom. Yes, I mean, there is also a picture about how it looks but it's very blurry but uh, as far as i can tell from the picture it's pink on the outside and it, ha it has a dual camera set up on the back and that's it that's all i can tell from the actual picture but apparently it's supposed to be marketed to women in their 20s and it will be the first phone to shoot in 8k resolution Okay, first of all, the bloom was a surprise and it ended up in itself, but that marketing strategy is also... Okay, but remember that it's not exactly rumored. The attendee might have been lying, so for now, I'm just going to handle this with a grain of salt. It might be called the Samsung Galaxy Bloom, and it might be called something else. It might be called, who knows, the Galaxy Fold 2. But now the most interesting, the the new S lineup for this year 
uh, of course, it'll be launched at the Unpacked event at February 11, and it's going to be called the S20, the S20 Plus, and the S20 Ultra. Ooh. So, Samsung chose this because we're in the 2020s, so it's keeping up with the new decade. Uh, the S20 Ultra is rumored to have 108-megapixel main rear camera and a hundred times zoom. All of these phones will have 8K recording. So again, take this with a grain of salt. It's not uh, truly confirmed yet. You still have to wait and around a month at the date of this recording. But if this is true, then I'm very excited. But then again, I'm a little bit confused at the, the bloom. I mean, uh, until we uh, know exactly what its name is, I, I will just believe that nothing happened at all. Lamborghini and Rivian, ladies and gentlemen, now have something in common. What is that? Both of them have Alexa. Yes, Amazon Alexa, the smart assistant, is now being added into Lamborghini and Rivian vehicles. Yes. Okay, I'm not really sure how that will work out, but I can imagine something like this because Google Assistant does exist and Carmouth does exist. So to be very weird to find Alexa in Lamborghinis because I've always imagined it with Google Assistant, but now it makes sense with Alexa now that I think about it. So expect on your next Lamborghini slash Rivian to find Alexa on your setup. Another thing that uh, having Alexa-ready capabilities is a shower head. No, I'm not kidding. Okay, so, Kohler, Kohler, I don't know how to pronounce that company. Anyway, they're going to update its Moxie speaker shower head for the new decade with Amazon Alexa. It's a waterproof speaker that is attached to the shower head with magnets and it can be removed for charging. The speaker lasts up to 5 hours of playback and you can buy the speaker separately for $160 or the entire set for $230. I'm trying to imagine a scenario where someone uses Alexa or any smart assistant using their shower head out of all the products that you could use. I mean, you you can just put the the water resistant speaker on uh, separately, put it anywhere at the bathroom. It's very weird. I can say that. And that, ladies and gentlemen, marks the end of this week's episode. Thank you guys so much for listening to this podcast. I hope you enjoyed. Please. Uh, listen to the other episodes and don't be afraid to leave your view on Apple Podcasts. As always, this is Yasin Azam signing out. See you next weekend.